and welcome to the MTG Profits Podcast. This is episode 23. We're glad to have you with us. Uh, my name is Andy, and with me as always is my co-host, Devin. What's up, everybody? And we're here talking about uh, Magic the Gathering finance and news, as, as well as other smattering of, of information about uh, other card games and any other craziness we see out there. I think uh, it's been a relatively quiet uh, week here in, in the Magic world. A couple little tidbits that we've uh, picked up on is our, our spies, our demure smi- spies on the ground have, have come up with. Uh, and our, our, and our uh, spy thopters. <laughs> and before you get too much into it, we're going to just uh, reiterate to the to the to the, uh, the listeners to check out the website and uh, also YouTube as well. But uh, if anybody wants to check out the website, we've got some pretty good information there. Head on over, check out mtgprofits.com. Absolutely, and check out uh, look up MTG Profits too on YouTube, and you can listen to podcasts there or watch. Uh, more excitingly, watch some of our drafts that we've. Uh, well, I shouldn't say drafts. Some of our uh, Magic Arena matches that we've played. That's right. We battle right. it out, and those are those are fun to watch. So, and you know, one other thing too, if anybody is interested, we're we're toying with the idea of slightly changing the format a little bit. I think. Andy and I talked about considering more of more like a stream of consciousness type of episode or show and maybe something slightly less episodic, but um, that would uh, just be a little bit different. So if anybody has any thoughts on that, just let us know. Yeah. What would, what are your thoughts and, and comments? Would you like more stream of consciousness? Do you like kind of the, the format we have now? Do you want more guests? Do you, what, what do you, what, what can we do to improve here? We're, we're, we're certainly looking for your feedback on things. Absolutely. So we can get as crazy as you want. <laughs> <laughs> Andy already has his clothes off as we speak. Exactly. I got that and I got my beer in my hand and, uh, that's how I enjoy playing magic. I like to be comfortable. That's right. That's right. Life is too short to be uncomfortable. Exactly. I'm here behind the the power and and uh, obscurity of my computer, so that's that's the internet for you. So. <laughs> exactly. You've got to be comfortable, you know. Absolutely. No, no, no judgment here, you know. <laughs> Or uh, or summary judgment if you want to do uh, three damage, I guess. Yes. <laughs> Five damage on your turn. <laughs> but yeah, you wanted to start with your... Yeah, let's let's hop in here. So uh, one one news item we reported on, this was a couple weeks ago now, and we've been following a little bit, was the Ravnica, Ravnica Allegiance Mythic Edition, which, you know, we were on the fence on, and, and we decided to go for it, and it, it really has turned out to be kind of a bust, as Wizard has, has kind of kind of fumbled through this release and made some changes to it. Uh, and, and kind of along those lines, there's been some news reported here by people uh, about getting multiple boxes of Ravnica Allegiance Mythic Edition that they ordered uh, instead of what their, their actual order was. So, for example, they ordered two boxes and they received four boxes. So there were some sh- apparently shipping mistakes in the uh, delivery and sending of these uh, Mythic Editions. So effectively, people got double the amount uh, that they ordered. Now, this wasn't across the board. Uh, Unfortunately, it, not, because we would have liked to receive two copies. Exactly, we would have happily re- liked to report on the two copies that we received. <laughs> uh, 
but we were among the lucky or unlucky uh, ones who got exactly what they ordered. So, uh, you know, luck was not on our side on, on this uh, mistake. <laughs> so Apparently about 500 extra boxes went out, free boxes. So kind of curious that it was a relatively uh, pretty pretty good amount of free stuff it wasn't like five it was a substantial amount so. yeah that that's a that's a significant number and you know that's that's money that they basically just gave away so they exactly you know 250 bucks at uh uh you know 500 copies what are you yeah. talking uh 12,500 yeah yeah, yeah. So that's a, that's a good amount of money just to to kind of blow, and then you know you throw in the shipping and and whatever else, and you got some, you know, I'm sure it's some guy in a little warehouse, and he's sitting there getting eight dollars an hour, and he's like getting confused by the orders coming in because he only ever ships pallets out to distributors, and all of a sudden he's getting all these orders, and he's working overtime, he's disgruntled, mm-hmm. he never has to do this, he doesn't understand why the company's doing it, and he's just throwing the boxes together. And just shipping them out. Yep. And some people are getting extra. <laughs> you know, do you think this might be due to the whole kind of using the Hasbro eBay store to do it? Maybe something with their, I, I don't know, how the shipping and ordering and software is working on that? I mean, I'm sure they just have a giant, a giant list of all the boxes that need to go and where they need to go. But like I said, the people on the sh- on the shipping docks at Watsi are are they're used to sending giant pallets out to uh, distributors, you know. Yeah. I mean, we're hundreds of boxes in a pallet, so you know sure. they're just they're used to just shipping these mega things out. You know, they probably are not used to doing, you know, ten thousand individual orders where the guy Absolutely. has to put a label on a box and you know there's like a lot of there's a lot of manual labor associated with this. I mean even when you sell something on eBay you you sit there you got to package it up. You got to package gotta, it. Yeah, you got to put it in the address, little, yeah, postage. I mean, you know, yeah. It's a it's a it's a non-trivial amount of of manual labor and when you're not used to doing it and all of a sudden you go from having to process two orders a day to having to process 10,000 you know, I could see how it could go wrong. I could, but that, man, that seems like grossly wrong. It, it does. <laughs> I mean, I could see one or two, absolutely. But yeah, 500? Uh, That's a lot. <laughs> you know, when Wizards does something stupid, they go big. You know, <laughs> they, don't, they don't barely half-ass it. They full-ass it. You know? I guess so. X equals uh, 500 in this case. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You know, they're just so, and they're so shady. The the company, like, they they try so hard to, to uh, even keep these things sort of unknown. Like they, I don't know if you read this, but um, they had uh, some of the people were saying that they had. Uh, I don't know if you recall this, but it was a limited limited edition item. Okay. maximum limit of two boxes per account or two boxes. I forget how they worded it, whether it was two per household, yeah. two, two per account. Essentially, it was a two per account situation. Okay. And because they did not sell out, they they anticipated selling out of the product. But after like the first 18 hours and the sales started to trickle, to trickle down, they had some people that in the early rush – we're ordering like 10 boxes, 12 boxes. Yeah. They were ordering like way more than normal because it, it essentially allowed for it. And since Hasbro didn't sell all the boxes they thought they were going to sell, they're honoring those sales. And what they've done 
is extra sneaky and, and a little bit shady. But um, they're not only are they honoring those those sales of 10, 10 per, per order instead of two per order, but because they're trying to hide the amount of boxes they've sold on eBay, not only are they taking the listing down, but the listings are being deleted. Mm-hmm. And the, you can't delete a listing on eBay unless you have somebody on the inside that works at eBay deleting the listing. Yeah. Which is why they had some people saying um, that they got messages saying, don't worry, the listing has been taken down and it may show your order is being canceled, but your order will be fulfilled. I don't know if you came okay. across that. Yeah, I actually received that. Yep. The, um, I got that message. I was like, oh, well, I guess I'll just ignore this. <laughs> exactly. And the reason they were sending that out is because they were having the listed items actually deleted from eBay's website. And that does two things for them. It accomplished them being able to hide how many units sold, which is a grand total of, uh, as far as I can tell, 14,000 units sold. Um, And that means there are 6,000 floating around somewhere. We'll get to that in a minute. But uh, so what that does is by by having the listing deleted, it, um, it makes it so that you cannot send them back because on eBay you would have to go to your previously purchased items Mm -hmm. and open a case and send an item back. So what's happening is people that ordered 10 of these boxes thinking, great, I'm going to flip them and make money. Now they're realizing their folly and how unfortunately they're not going to be able to make any money on these boxes and they're going to be sitting on 10 of these things. So you've got people holding $2,500 worth and these people are probably not rich and they thought they could just sure. flip it. And now they're stuck with all 10 because they can't return the product. Yeah. So they're hiding wow. the amount that was sold and they're making themselves immune from returns. Wow. That seems triple sneaky. I mean, it, the first part is. too, you're saying that they had to have some sort of eBay help to, to pull that off. They did. They did. They specifically would have needed help to do that because they can't pull the listing. They can pull the listing, but they can't delete the listing. Yeah. So, wow! The, uh, really, some shady shenanigans going on. And um, during the sales of the product, like I said, the first couple hours they were they were flying off the shelves. But yeah. the sales trickled so slowly that they had to pull the listings and delete them so that people didn't know how many sold. So they pulled one listing that went out at like ninety eight hundred boxes, and then they pulled yep, the other listing that. Yeah. when it reached about four thousand. And um, and I think they may, I wonder if they even still have them listed. I wonder the, um, but, uh, in any event, so wizards is up to, up to the shadiness as, as, as wow. per their usual, you know? So, uh, I guess that they figure, seems... well, we weren't going to sell these anyway. Let that guy keep all 10 of his boxes. Yeah, sure. Why not? Well, you know, so we didn't really mean limit too. <laughs> so what do you think is going to happen with the residual 6,000? I've got a couple of ideas. Because uh, I can tell, I can tell you one thing for damn sure: they're not going to burn them. <laughs> oh no! They're, they're not going to keep them limited edition. They will, they will get them out to us. And I, I've got, uh, I think probably two things are going to happen to those boxes. I, I think they will, will uh, send them out to the Channel Fireballs of the world and the Star City Gameses of the world, like and, promo uh, things. That... Yeah, and allow them to sell them. As a store exclusive. That makes sense. Yeah, you know, I could absolutely see that happening. Potentially even sending them out to uh, distribution as per their usual method of selling sure. cards. I could see them doing either and or both. <laughs> you know. So do you think we're going to see this on Amazon? Well, I don't think we'll see it on Amazon. I don't think so. 
but I, I think it probably will go to the larger stores at a pretty steep discount. I think they'll probably sell them to the stores at what they normally sell Masters boxes at. Okay. So I think they'll probably sell them to the stores directly for about 140 a box. So that would not surprise me. And then the stores will probably gladly gobble them up, you know, like the, the Star City games and, the, and the, the Channel Fireballs of the world and the cool stuffs and all that. They'll probably... Um, suck as many of those as they can and then sell them and then flip them at, uh, you know, 238 a box. Something. Like I, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. That makes total sense. Um, we'll have to keep an eye on those storefronts and see, uh, <coughs> excuse me, if they pop up. Yeah. It'll be curious to see, but, um, just a, a lot of shady stuff. Once again, wizards really, uh, reaming their customers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, you know, that's like we said, they just cannot seem to, to to get it right here. You know, it's it's always it's not just we're selling a product, we're selling a product, uh, you know, Asterix, uh, with some some you know uh, some caveats, I guess. Exactly. So, I guess that's all the the news I could come up with with the uh, the Mythic Edition stuff. And other yeah. than that, it's been kind of a relatively slow news week, at least as far as I can tell. Not not too much exciting going on. No, no, I, I think um, everything is, is full swing into Ravnica Allegiance, all the uh, different yeah. events that are going on with that, the new uh, the, the new the, the formats and, and you know what cards are becoming the, the hot cards and hot decks. Um have you uh, been playing a little bit online, I assume? I, I have a, a little bit. Not not a whole lot, but uh, I have got a, a couple games in here uh, here and there. Nice. Me too. I've, I'm uh, in the middle of one of my drafts right now as well. Finally, the drafts got cheap again. So Yes, that is one other newsworthy item. On the arena, there was a Magic Arena originally during, I guess, the, the pre-release week and maybe even yeah. the release week as well. Even still, uh, it's harder to find the cheaper version. You yes. have to go into that little slider bar on the side. Yes, find. it used to. They were. Uh, what was it? Um, what was it initially? Twenty five hundred gems to play. Uh, fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred gems to do a, a Ravnica Allegiance ranked draft. Yes, or competitive draft. I competitive. forget what they're calling it. Now, I, I now it's changed. So now it is back down to what the normal draft prices were, which were um, five thousand gold or seven hundred fifty gems. Which I think is a much better deal for for doing that. I totally agree. Uh, because at uh, fifteen hundred gems, uh, I was not. Uh, no, that's a definite no go for me. Because what would it, what do we say the conversion of gems was? Oh gosh. Um, oh no, I forget. Eh. <laughs> I, I've forgotten. <laughs> anyway, it was not a good. Uh, <laughs> um. It wasn't a great, yeah, it was, I think it's seven, I think it's 700 and, I think it's 900 gems for $10 or something. I think a gem is like a penny. Okay. So, so I think when you get like 10,000 gems, which would be one, yeah, I think it's, a, it's about $10 for a thousand gems or some such. So, okay. it's close to that, if that's not exactly right. Yeah. Because I, I think that's... Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. So anyway, that far more expensive to to pay for that in gems, 
than how it was previously. Well, but, especially since it was like the normally the normal price was seven hundred and fifty gems, and the uh, and the special pre-release pricing was fifteen hundred. So it was yeah. double the cost. So it was like fifteen dollars to draft instead of seven dollars and fifty cents. Well. So I mean that's a pretty steep difference. Yeah, it's, absolutely. Yeah. Not not worth it, it's worth waiting a week, you know, as I did. And then also you could do it with the gold instead, which is what my preferred method. Absolutely. So. I, I think it's best to start with the gold because you can just accomplish that uh through the your daily quests. Exactly. And for free. For I've, free. They still to this day have not put in any more than that original four ninety nine purchase of uh whatever that thing was, the, the intro pack or whatever they were the calling it. The intro pack. Well, you did buy the, the Planeswalker code or whatever. That's true. That's right. I did for three ninety nine. I did buy that Planeswalker, or the uh, the code from the from the original Ravnica, mm-hmm. uh, Guilds of Ravnica, to do a draft online. Yep. Yep. So, yep. You're exactly right. Those yeah, the, I did basically the same thing. I've spent whatever is going to come up, less than $10 on the yeah. uh, on play. <laughs> yeah, and I, that's how I like it. <laughs> I think, you yeah, know? absolutely. You know, I mean, it's it's just um, y- you know priced and and set up well enough that you do not have to spend money on it. Exactly. It's and I don't idea. know about you, but I'll, I'll log in uh, almost daily just to get those daily quests. Yeah. You know, and I have like you know I'm sure you do as well decks of like every color and most every color combination so that you can you know. Get uh, you know, five hundred for casting blue and black spells. So exactly. I'll just play blue and black, and that's it. You know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Get as fast as you can. Another thing, I don't know if you've noticed this, but um, they seem to have done away with ranking in casuals. Have you noticed that? There's no more rank anymore. Oh. Uh, I had... Well, I know when you when you go to play, you can either do ranked or I forget what they call it, just play or, or whatever it is. for uh, sealed, but not for constructed anymore. They've done away with the ranking, as far as I can tell. Hmm. Like, before there used to be ranking, and I, I know because I was happy when I had ratcheted all the way up into silver, but now the ranking is gone. Okay. There is still ranking for um, ranked play, but not for casual. Um, like, before, if you just hit play now, yeah, you would have a rank. And yes, yes. They've done away with that. Yeah, they have. Yep. Yeah. Which makes it people even more prone to just dropping instantly after they if they don't get the draw they want. I don't know if you've noticed that, but I've noticed a slight hmm. uptick in droppers. Really? I have yeah. not. I haven't noticed anything. I've noticed a definite uptick in certain types of decks. Um, I've, I've noticed a subtle uptick in the droppers. Like, I'll have droppers. people even drop even during the p- mulligan time, which honestly oh, wow. is a royal pain in the ass because it takes forever. Because it, apparently, like, if they d- drop during that time, the timer countdown, I don't know how long that timer countdown is, but it feels like it takes forever. It's forever, yeah. It's like 30 seconds or something. But when they're mulliganing, it gives them, like, 90 seconds. And Ugh. so it's really <laughs> long when they drop during that moment. That's you know, it's awful. But I, I tell you, like, which is also part of the reason I dislike playing, like, best of three games is because sometimes you'll be playing against someone who's so slow, and they just seem to be gaming the slowness. Like, they seem to almost wait until their thing count starts counting down just to, like, wear you out mentally. <laughs> yeah, you wonder, are they actually that slow? Is this some sort of new player or something? Or is this on purpose, that they're just trying to frustrate you? Or yeah. 
hope you drop or hope, hope you, you drop. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think there may be something to that, to be honest. Because I, I, sometimes the slow play seems really painful. <laughs> yeah, because you, you figure that most people playing are not amateurs. They're, they're, they're not they don't seem complete be. beginners. And if that's the case, you know, you should should be relatively quick on uh, your decision-making, especially just with the mulligan ones. I could see in, you know, maybe some other cases, you know, during gameplay, perhaps, maybe a little longer decision. But, like, on your mulligan, I, I feel it's pretty cut and dry for the most part. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i not exactly sure what the... <laughs> what, I, I don't know, but that part, that's miserable. Yeah. And I guess just circling back for a second on one of the other things you said about, you know, I think I feel right now the the pricing model is is pretty good on the arena. You don't have to devote a whole lot of money on it, which will be interesting to see how that continues or if it changes. You know, I was just looking at some different uh, mobile apps this weekend and reading people's comments on things. And, you know, one of the comments I saw over and over again was, you know, this this app was great. This game was great, you know, when it came out and I played and played. And then it was, well, now you have to pay to, to win or pay to play. Or now it's, you know, you, you have to spend more on this. And it's, you know, no longer as good. People are getting frustrated. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm I don't not know sure. if it'll ever change like that for this. I, I would hope not. And, you know, I think they've, I'm sure they make their money some way on this. Yeah. I'm sure they must be making enough. Exactly. You know, it's funny. I don't know if I said, I did send you that picture, like uh, the, uh, how Wizards anticipates people feeling about their, their game versus the reality. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing that. <laughs> so hilarious. Yeah. They show people like partying hard and like screaming into the camera with like Planeswalker purpley stuff in the background. And there's mm-hmm. like a little quote that says, everyone will know your name. Yeah, like, and then the uh, and then they have like GP top eight New Jersey. Yeah. There's not even like there's not even a camera. There's like just the eight players sitting around a dead table, and there's no one around, and it's like oh. cardboard boxes everywhere, and like nobody even watching the game. So I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Oh gosh, that's crazy. Absolutely, but I know uh, we we saved. I know I know you saved some picks from last week. I've got uh, a bunch of picks. I you know we talked before about if you know what we, we what would we want to buy out of this set, and I have a huge list of things that I, I wanted to buy, and um, you know I've still got a, a bunch more on my list. <laughs> I've got like a buy that's more of a long term buy, not from this current set, and also a a sell uh, recommendation. Okay. Um, you can, uh, I guess maybe... Well, I'll, I'll, I'll fire it off first yeah. here. Uh, one other, one card I thought that was interesting, and I, I see potential for this in the future, and uh, it's pretty um, pretty inexpensive um, at the moment. Uh, this is another another new one. Let me uh, let me get my numbers, numbers up here. Um, but this is a, a, a Gruel card. And uh, this is the Cinder Vines. And I don't know if you've seen that. Um, it is an enchantment. Let's take a look. It is um, 
One red, one oh, green. Yeah. Whenever an opponent casts a non-creature spell, it deals one damage to him. Okay, that's that's pretty good. And then pay one, sacrifice it to destroy target artifact or enchantment. Pretty good. Yeah. And it does two damage to that permanent controller. Yeah, this is pretty good. It's it's really in it's really good in these colors too. Like I think it it's like oof. This is this it is does, great. I mean, if, if anything, it's it's just very efficient. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's doing a damage. It's a it's a disenchant on a stick, and it does some damage. Exactly, it helps you win the race. Yeah. So, really great. You know, this is a real kind of you know anti-blue hate card, I would say, or or maybe even just against some some Rakdos or mono red. I mean, it, it's gonna it's gonna do a little bit of punishment back, and uh, pretty nice. If you get in trouble with an artifact or an enchantment, which can happen, yeah, I mean that that can shut you down. Exactly. Well, sacrifice it. Oh, sacrifice and give the person some damage. A shock. Yep. Wow, yeah, that's great. great. Yeah, it's great. Plus really it's good. An enchantments. It's hard to get rid of too. So I really, absolutely, really kind of, kind of like this that. This is great. I mean, if you're playing a gruel deck, red green. You're being fast. You're being aggressive. Uh, you know, this way you don't have to put in that, you know, naturalize or whatever. You know, you can. You, you yeah, have this. Is this so much to, more to fun. Just give a little extra damage to your opponent. Yeah. Absolutely. So I mean, I don't think this is ever gonna, you know, skyrocket. But I mean, I, I could see this creep up a, a little bit. I mean, we're we're talking. If this you finds know. a home in some kind of like standard deck, I could, I I'd see it making maybe up to three bucks. Exactly, I I could see a top maybe maybe up around three. I mean, right now it's down around one or so, a little little over one. Um, yeah, it's pretty. So, it's a good card. Relatively inexpensive and a and a great card. Yeah, it's pretty pretty darn good at what it does. So yeah, that's a lot for just two mana. It does a lot. Yeah. I mean, Excellent. that could that could win you games right there. Just one damage a turn, one damage. Slow a turn. but sure. Yep. Yeah. It's yeah. nice. So you said you had. Uh, a, a, I do one of my um, one of my I guess my only for this week purchase recommendation is a card that I've had on my radar for quite a while, and it's always been too expensive, and um, I've never seen it this low, and I think it might be worth getting at this point, and. Okay. Um, you know, I'll, I'll go back and look, but I, I really think this is probably a, a buy at this point, even though it's still a little bit pricey. I've never seen this card this cheap. And um, it's an old Lorwyn card, and um, it's Gaddock Teague. Oh, and, yes. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like a green and a white, and he's a 2-2 bear, but he says, um, non-creature spells with converted mana cost of four or less can't be cast. Mm-hmm. And non-creature spells with X can't be cast. Yep. So... That guy is great, and he's like he's like nine I'm like nine fifty right now. So I've never seen him cheaper than that. I think it's time to start thinking about buying old Gaddock. So that's my purchase. It's not from this um, current set, which I you know I was a little. I guess I should have been sort of keeping it to to mm-hmm. the the new stuff. Oh, that's fine. Like, that's the fine. deal was too good. I was like, oh gosh. And, <coughs> You know, it's funny you should mention that. I had one, and I sold him, I don't know, maybe two months ago. <laughs> nice. What'd you sell it for? Uh, I think it was in the 30s. Yeah, it's great. You know what? The um, 
that was the Lorwyn version. You may even be able to get them cheaper. Let me check the other versions. Yeah, I sold the Lorwyn version of him. Let's see. Yeah, Lorwyn version is going for nine dollars and uh, uh, well, actually, for that's for heavy play. For moderate play, eleven dollars. Okay. However, the reprinted Ultimate Masters version, seven bucks near mint. Wow. That's stuff. So that's what you want to do. Scarf that little boy up. Boop. Yeah, gobble him up. So pretty good, pretty good. Wow. So that's my my buy for the week. Very cool. He's just got he just does everything you want in a green white creature. He's really good. White green. Wow. Yeah. Just 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 amazing. So good for creature decks. Like, oh, you want to cast counter spells? Not anymore, bitch. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You want to cast fireballs? I don't think so. Shut you down, boy. No murders, no nothing. Nothing for so cheap. So, so cheap. cheap. Yeah. God. Then it just becomes a creature war, which is kind of fun. <clears> you know. <throat> yeah. Exactly. Sometimes that's that's kind of just fun. Kind of what you want. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. So what's uh what's your other pick for? I've the got week? Uh, two other picks here. Oh, nice. Uh, one is uh well I guess we're still we'll stick in gruel here. Um, we've got Nikya of the Old Ways. It's a legendary creature, Centaur Druid, 5-5, five, five, uh, three colorless, one red, one green. You can't cast non-creature spells. That's a little bit of a detriment. But whenever you tap a land for mana, add one mana of any type that land produced. Oh, so it's like a mana doubler. So it's a mana doubler. So for a lot of these you know, higher casting cost creatures, he, this I is the way to go. Yeah, I wish he himself was cheaper to cast. <clears throat> five is... It's kind of a lot, yeah. uh, but a 5-5 five, five body is, is solid, it, it is. and uh, a mana doubler is, yeah. is pretty good, too. Because um, then, you know, you it's, it's, I had this in the, in the, um, uh, at the pre-release, and, you know, it really helped for ramping up, because then all those six mana, seven mana things, oh, were, yeah. you know, not a problem. Yeah, you know, true And that. mana to spare, you know? Um, you think of talking things like the Ravager Worm, who is a six oh, mana guy. Um, there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot. I would say, like, I don't know if you've noticed this, but there seems to be a lot of in the um, the Ravnica Allegiance, a lot of high casting cost creatures that don't seem that awesome. Like, yeah, I agree five with that. Mana for like a two five hexproof or something. Yeah, or five I, mana for a three six or six mana for a three six. I'm like, ooh, these are not great. Uh, these are not very well costed creatures. <laughs> no, there there are some bad ones. Uh, I mean, it seems that's like always going to happen. Too much in the uh, efficiency department, I guess. But I guess that would make sense for this guy. You're like, oh, good. You wanted some some expensive green things. Like there was a six 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 worm that had riot, and it was like seven mana or something. And I was like, Ooh, yeah, seven mana. Yikes. Yep. Yeah, you're right. The wrecking beast. Yeah, He's, something uh, six, like six, that. Six uh, six six riot trample. For seven. Yeah. Which is kind of... Seven's kind of hard to get to. Yeah. It's a, that's a bit much. It's but, you know, the other... Survive. That's the thing. <laughs> exactly. I mean, the other bonus, though, too, is, you know, oh, uh, it, it kind of does a little mana fixing, too. So, well, yeah. you know what? I only have one red and three greens. Oh, yeah. well, now I have two reds. True. That's true. So, mm, that that's happens all the... All the time. Exactly. Exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, 
I, I know that pain too well. <laughs> Absolutely. I had a very frustrating game earlier today where I had uh, two burn spells in hand, and he dropped a 5-5 five, five thing, and I could have killed the creature with two of the burns, but I only had one red mana, so I couldn't cast them at the same turn. So that uh. thing just flopped all over me. And of course, like, it was like a 5-5 five, five hasty dinosaur. And oh of my. course, like, it just rolled right in three turns. I couldn't stop it. And I eventually just basically died from that because mm-hmm. I never did. I never did pull a second red mana for three whole turns. Oh. You know, and that was like late in the game. I had one red mana and four green manas. And my oh. mana split's like roughly 50-50, so... It's just super annoying sometimes. It's so you're right. That, that fixing can really come in handy. Exactly. And if for anything, you know, let's say you don't even use it for gruel deck or something. It's still a mana doubler, which exactly. is, is still good. I mean, I think any chance you have to have more mana is something you want. So Yeah, I could see that being useful in an all-creature-style deck if you played EDH that way, too. Like, creatures yeah. always come into play effects or something. And he's legendary, so you could... Make him your commander. That might be sure. kind of fun, you know? Yeah. You know, I feel like some of these cards that are just fun, they don't get enough play because everybody's after, like, the best, most bomb Abs- cards. Absolutely. absolutely. Which I, I feel is unfortunate. Yeah, like, I think he's really not not bad. Like you said, he's not going to be, you know, a top-high, super-competitive, ultra-expensive card, but he's still a good card. Exactly. I feel a lot of these things don't get there appropriate play time because they're just not quite tier one exactly you know? and right now this guy is super cheap so you can't you can't lose picking him up nice. i mean we're talking less than 50 cents uh, yeah mean, it's like 18 cents for him Ooh. exactly so yeah. you know what it, you can spend the 18 cents exactly he's only gonna go up <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he can't really go too much more down, down. <laughs> it's funny I mean, maybe a dollar. I could see him going up to a dollar. <laughs> Who knows? It just depends, you know? Yeah. That's a toughie. But, you know, 18 cents. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Slap, slap for him in your next DCG player order. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I have, you uh, you had a, I, uh, I have a, a sell recommendation. All right. And um, this is a card that spiked up uh, before the unbanning announcement. And... Um, it's uh, it's a really it, it it's only been printed one time as far as I know and um, it, let me let me double check that but I'm I'm almost positive it was a singular printing mm-hmm. and uh, way back in Cold Snap um, Ooh, Cold not Snap. ice not Ice Age but uh, Cold Snap so I, okay I got a yeah. I'm, I'm using my uh, psychic ability to to, <laughs> to guess what it is. This is one that my brother used to play a ton of in his rat deck. He had a um, like a ravenous rat deck. Oh gosh, okay, I know what it is. Out there, it's um, it's an artifact for five mana, which is mm-hmm. kind of expensive. But it says spells you control have ripple four. Yes. So yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the yeah. thrumming stones. The thrumming stone. Yeah. yeah, it's great. So uh, it really makes those decks awesome. You know, because all of a sudden you're going to drop out multiple rats on the same turn. It's just going to be awesome. That card now in lightly played condition is selling for $32. So uh, I Man. think I think it's it's getting to be about time to sell. Time to, time to drop that. Yeah, time to sell that one. So um, 
you know, it, it, it's kind of like a niche card that isn't really going to ever see tier one play. Nah. But, um, it's so I, I think it's, if you have a play, and chances are, if you're running those, you've got a bunch of them. You got play sets. You probably I mean, got more than one. Yeah. I mean, we're talking one hundred and twenty dollars for four cards. You know, yep, one hundred and twenty-two bucks or one hundred and twenty, one hundred twenty-eight dollars. You know, and mm-hmm. it's like you could buy a, a, you know, you could buy a whole box. Of, you could almost buy a box of iconic masters for that. Yeah, for yeah, in the one forties. You know. Which I still think might be a slightly undervalued box moving forward. We'll see. <laughs> but uh, huh. that, that would be my sell recommendation for the week. Nice. Yeah, the Thrumming Stone. Yeah, definitely one to get rid of. Uh, I mean, I, I I wish I had had some in my my yeah. collection here, but you know, uh, you know what? I've got to go through my uh, I got to go through my collection and look for more of those surgical extractions. Oh, I, yeah. I know at one point I had quite a few of those things, and uh, I, I saw your recommendation to to a dump and uh, it is time for those to go at first when you mentioned cold snap i was thinking uh i think it was in cold snap the mishra's bobble oh that thing's seen so many reprintings though it was at one point up to uh 18 i want to say yeah yeah i i know they've reprinted it i believe in iconic masters they reprinted it so let's see uh cold snap was the original printing and then they reprinted it in iconic masters it's down to 357 Okay. So, but you are correct. At one point, I want to say it was a fifteen dollar card, mostly just because it's got a zero casting. Cost. Zero casting cost. Yeah, mm-hmm. I sold it. I sold my uh, one or two when it was spiking up. Hi. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, that was that was a good I call. I was happy to to drop him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Not not bad. Not not bad. The uh, at, at this point, I don't know. You know. I, 350 i'd still probably dump it for 350 it's not that exciting yeah (laughs) you know what's that you know i guess i was also thinking of that other artifact it's it it looks very similar to this one it's another artifact i think it's zero is it urza's bobble maybe it's urza's bobble it's got a blue background on it i believe it's urza's let me see urza's bobble (laughs) it's an older one if i remember oh the urza's bobble is way back ice age no, it's not that one. It's a newer one. It's um, I'm it's pretty sure it was in the whole um, uh, Mirrodin, uh, the original Mirrodin cycle. <clears throat> I know there's some pricey mocks in that uh, that was uh, Scars of Mirrodin. Yeah, no, it was. It's further back than that. Uh, I thought it was an Ice Age one, um, but I could be could be wrong. Uh, anyway, n- n- not a not a crisis, but um, I know that artifacts, especially uh, the zero casting cost ones, uh, definitely have a little bit of uh, interest in those. Yeah, the shielding plaques that was one. Yeah. Uh, Why can't I find the shielding sphere? I know that's a card. Hmm. Am I misspelling shielding? S H I E. Shielding. Huh. Hmm. That's odd. Very strange. I know it exists. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Because huh. I know that was another zero cost. It was a zero zero cost 06 wall. Yeah. And every time yeah. it blocked, it got like minus 0, minus 1 or something. Yeah, the shielding's fear. Or shielding yeah. Fear. yeah. Yeah, why can I not find it? Shielding. 
shielding sphere, shielding shield Maybe sphere. Maybe it's just shield sphere. And shield. It's just shield sphere. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Let's see how much that boy's going for. Alliances. Yeah, he's not, not a whole lot. Wow, he's not as much as I would have thought. Only 280. Yeah. I mean, that's way, way better than the uh, the Mistress Bobble. Although yeah. it's not modern legal, that's why. No. So I guess mm. that's the difference. So. Hmm. Yeah. So we had uh, one more. Uh, I one have more one more. Bi- and I, I think we might have talked about this at, at some point. And I, it's, it certainly seems familiar to me, but... Uh, <coughs> excuse me. In case we hadn't mentioned it, this is another pick I, I from uh, Ravnica Legions. This one is because I, I think it it does something unique. And whenever I see a card that has some sort of unusual ability, especially one that's either been done not never or very infrequently, or even not in these particular colors or or, or types, uh, then it certainly gets my interest. Absolutely. And, and this is the uh, the Pestilent Spirit uh, from Ravnica Legions. It is two colorless, one black. It's a uh, creature spirit. It's a 3-2 creature. It has Menace and Death Touch, both great. I love oh, both yeah. those things. Yeah, because you're going to kill two creatures when I'm gonna get the Yeah, I'm going to get in for some hits, and then if I need to, he's going to do his Death Touch thing and kill something. Wow, um, this card's really good. I like. But it. the oh. second ability of him wow. is really what's what catches the attention. And that says that instant and sorcery spells you control have death touch. Wow, that is so juicy. So we have Whoa. we have never seen something like this for black. Wow. Uh, we have seen something similar, I think, for white or yeah, white. Um, there was one creature, I think. What is it? All your creatures, uh, all your spells have life link. Yeah. Wow, this that is was a awesome. This thing is great. What's that one thing? The uh, Toxic Deluge? Let me see. Toxic Deluge. I think that would go very nicely if I'm thinking of... <laughs> yeah, baby. All creatures get X. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's minus X. I'm sorry. Oh. I was thinking it was doing damage. Damage. I was thinking, wow, you just tap them all for one damage and they all die. No. Of course, yeah, that would potentially kill your creatures, too. <laughs> yeah, that's true, but chances are... I mean, that guy's great because you're just going to roll in. He's going to roll in unblocked for three damage every freaking turn. Because if he gets blocked, he's going to kill two creatures. Which is awesome. Uh, it's awesome. I it's mean, a two so for one right there. Yeah, he's going to basically be an unblockable creature. I mean, not technically, but no one is going to block his butt. No one's going to want to block him. And then, you know, you're going to probably work in the instant sorcery spells. Absolutely. So oh, that is looking. I, I'm almost wanting to build a whole deck around him. Mm-hmm. Ooh, he's going to do some damage yeah, with that. And when you do that damage, it's going to kill anything. Oh, wow, that's great. And I mean, uh, wow, he just, he just seems like such a deal. And like I said, this is something we haven't seen. I oh, think in black at all. Uh, we, yeah. We've never seen a black card that is given on a creature that is given uh, an ability to s- instant and sorcery spells. That's pretty nice. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to look in standard and see what black spells do damage that are like like either have multiple targets or like board wide because this seems to be like it needs testing on arena. <laughs> I'm gonna have yeah. to build something around this thing. Yeah. This looks like so fun. Uh, uh, some sort of spell-heavy deck, 
it with, you know, let's see, is it, could I go black red with it? Let's see. Yeah, you could go black red with it. Problem solved. There's a lot of red ones that do like one damage to all. Oh, absolutely. Creatures. Absolutely. That is Yeah, the, the one I, I'm thinking of is the, the Soulfire Grandmaster, uh, where he was an older one from, um, what was it, the, the Dragons of Khans of Tarakir and that set. Uh, where he was a 2-2 white creature with lifelink, but he gave your instant sorcery spells lifelink. Yes, yeah, it's great. That's a great card as well. And uh, subsequently, back in, oh, I guess, Dominera, the, the buy a box promo, which I still don't really agree with, uh, the Fire Song and Sun Speaker, uh, four colorless, one red, one white, red instant and sorcery spells you control have lifelink. Oh, my. Um... You know, it's a similar thing, uh, but uh, much more expensive. Absolutely. So, so oh, those are the crazy. only creature cards I'm aware of that have a uh, have that kind of ability on them. That's pretty. That's pretty fun. That that has like a build around me written all over it. It, it does. Although, you know, I, I wonder though if that's. If that's good for the game, I guess, or if something like that is, you know what? I, don't know. I, I like when they explore these kind of um, aggressive style. Like try, I like when they try new things because mm-hmm. realistically, it's only going to be legal for a while anyway. So, yeah. you know, I, I think realistically, they need to push the boundaries a little bit because the game's getting stale. Yeah. You know, like, I, I feel like some of the mechanics are a little bit fun, but, like, out of, like, an entire set, like, there'll be, like, one mechanic that I enjoy. And yeah. sometimes I have to reach for that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and I feel like they're they're almost, they almost play it too safe with powerful card abilities because they're like, oh, we don't want to, we don't want to break standard or we don't want to, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to print something too powerful and then ruin the value of some of the older cards that do similar things, you know, like ensnaring bridge effects or, you know, they, they just don't seem to make some of these really cool, powerful things anymore. Like doubling season, like ensnaring bridge, you know, like these cards that are like, you know, $50 cards because they're awesome, you know, and yeah, they're very awesome. It's like, why can I not have more new awesome? <laughs> you know, you know I, 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 I agree with that in, in part. I mean, I think we've seen some really powerful cards. Maybe they're not new and different cards, but we've seen a lot of powerful cards. Um, I don't, I I'm thinking think a lot about many, those but... those dinosaurs, some of those green dinosaurs. They they are pushing the envelope with power creatures, but not powerful like effects. Like yeah, I'll spells. agree with that. We've yeah. seen some, you know, exceptionally. Man, that Carnage Tyrant. He's uh, a beast. I, I mean, he's just awesome. Wow, he's straight up, awesome. he's just awesome. Yeah, and, he's uh, everything you could want in a creature. <laughs> absolutely. So, I mean, but, even that other guy too. What is he? Um, well, there's two other big greenies. Uh, the Galta, which I think is, um... That Carnage Tyrant with his Hexproof, though. Oh, my gosh. I mean, yeah. the Hexproof's what makes him so awesome. I mean, yeah. the other one's like 12-12 Trample, but no Hexproof, so he dies real easy. Yeah, you know? yeah. 
But, you know, it's like every once in a while they'll have like some uber powerful creature, which is fine. I, I like it. You know, like I remember like the Baneslayer Angel, like five, five flying first strike mm-hmm. lifelink protection from demons and dragons or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like every once in a while they'll have like some really bomb powerful creatures, which I think is fine, you know, but I do like powerful effects as well. And I feel like they haven't, I feel like they've been like overly careful about doing things like that. I, I don't know. Like in my mind, I feel like it's been a while since we've seen stuff like, uh, I don't know, like just like the ensnaring bridge or like, yeah, Blood things Moon. of that nature, or even, even cards in like, um, even cards like propaganda, things that just affect the whole board. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, I mean, they, they've been reprinted, but they've been reprinted for like modern, but they haven't been used in any standard style. Yeah. Like, like you haven't had too many ways to, to win other than doing damage or, or now like slightly more milling, you know, like yeah. those seem to be the ways that wizards wants you to win a game and they don't yep. want it to be too creative. They don't want you to have too many creative ways to win. Which I feel like, I don't know, I feel like they could do a little bit better. They could push the envelope a little harder. So, I don't know. That's that's my opinion. I can but. see that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. They're, they're, they might be, you know, trying to play it a little more safe. Um, yeah, I just feel like, I don't know, the space allows for more creativity than they're utilizing. Yeah. Exactly. Hmm. So. Nice. But uh, but I guess that's about it for I guess that's about it for this week. So let's uh, let's sum up here. So Devin says you should buy some Gaddock Teagues. He's a awesome big, big buyer of buy. the He's a he's a great little Kithkin. You should you should grab him. Absolutely. Um, you should uh, you should also go in ahead and sell the uh, the Thrumming Stone if you got that. Yeah. Wait thirty bucks. From, um, good old uh, Cold Ice snap. Age. Cold right? snap or Cold Snap? Excuse me. Yep. Uh, Cold Snap. And uh, as far as some new things you should pick up, well, go ahead and check out uh, the Cinder Vines, uh, the Kea of the Old Ways, and the uh, Pestilent Spirit. Absolutely, I'm excited about the Pestilent Spirit. I'm gonna, if I have enough of the rare tokens online, I may, I may pop a few of those to to do something with that. Just <laughs> seems like fun, and I, I, I enjoy. It. Although I don't think I can afford dropping four wilds. Uh yeah, that, four that is, that is a lot. That is a lot. Uh, a spoiler alert: you might be uh, seeing this soon. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, excellent. Uh, very good. Well, I, as always, may all your picks be profitable. Have a great week. Have a great week, everybody. See ya. <laughs>